This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What is going on, everybody? As Mary, uh, that... uh, Thank you for that fantastic timing. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Just introduce yourself while we're over here. Hi. Hi, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. Yes, that is No more sneezing from me. Apologies. No more sneezing. And my name is Brett, and this is episode 149 of Pop Culture Crisis, which you... uh, Somebody has their audio on. That was me, Somebody... Is that you you as well? We're up to a fan. I'm just destroying this introduction. Uh, Mary, was that your audio there? That was mine. Okay. Yes, we're off to a fantastic start. How's everybody doing? Uh, We have a guest host today. Before we get into all that, introduce yourself sir hello everyone dane font here marketing man extraordinaire and the pager state of white boy summer and you wouldn't have been able to time that sneeze any better i don't think mary i, I think that was about as perfect as that could be You're sorry welcome. not hot <laughs> you doing okay yes all right she's doing okay um we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today we are going to talk about uh what is it uh, this very uh, r- not recent but it's a rumor about johnny depp possibly coming back to do Pirates of the Caribbean uh, for a very, very hefty payout from Disney. Then we are also going to get into Dane has a very specific topic he wants to talk about related to gaming. And then we are also going to talk about VidCon and a panel they did uh, with content creators on mental health and the glorification uh, of mental health issues, which I thought was honestly very, very fascinating. We got that. We got a bunch of stuff in Podluck, including some great uh, stuff from the BET Music Awards that uh, one of them ends up being a fantastic womp, womp, womp. So we will get there uh but if you guys are ready we'll just get right into it mary are we ready i'm ready now dane are we ready i believe so he was always ready (laughs) all right let's go ahead and get right into it so it says johnny depp could reprise captain jack sparrow role uh for a 301 million dollar deal they're saying and i don't know if i I just love that that they added that extra one million to disprove his previous comment yes there's like well i wouldn't come back for for three hundred million dollars, but three hundred one. What else did he mention? A hundred al- alpacas. Yeah, like two hundred alpacas 200 or something al- like that. Would two hundred alpacas also equal a million dollars? And the question is, like, how many alpacas <clears throat> is that baked into the contract? That's they, what I, need I think. To know. They also. I'm not sure if this pay is uh, including a certain part of it to be given to charity, or if they're adding on more to give to charity. And we'll get into it. So uh, the first thing I want to point out is that this article is actually, this is new because it's coming from the New York Post. And I actually got sent a bunch of, the reason I pushed it to the front today is because I got sent a bunch from a bunch of people saying, look at this, this is crazy, let's talk about this. But there was actually an article from a site called Pop Topic back on like June 7th that talked about this. And let's just say that to be generous, uh, Pop Topic uh, is very... um, iffy uh, at it's best fake news sometimes. most, of the, uh, most I mean, of the time i just think when i hear according to an industry insider or according to someone close to disney i'm not sure to what to make of that 
So it says, uh, to tweak a legendary line from Johnny Depp's best-known franchise, this is the day you will always remember as the day you almost canceled Captain Jack Sparrow. Embattled actor Johnny Depp is rumored to be getting paid more than $300 million to return to the Pirates of the Caribbean after getting unceremoniously dumped from the franchise in 2018, 2018 amid abuse allegations from ex-Amber Heard. As we all know, as has played out time and time again over the last several months, uh, I, I'm running out of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp thumbnails to make. There's literally there's too much. So it says, uh, a source close to Disney, uh, there it is again, a source close to Disney. <laughs> I want to know if it's like a guy who just happens to live in like a castle close to the, the Disney headquarters. That'd be kind of You cool. never know. I mean, people have been creating rumors about this already ever since the trial ended. Yeah. Before the trial ended. And it says, uh, this is a new interview in the Aussie outlet Pop Topic. So there again, that's that's that mm-hmm. site. It says, uh, the deal is reportedly for Johnny to return as Captain Jack Sparrow. The the leak, uh, the little leaking birdie claims <laughs> that the, that to the Down Under News uh, News site. The 59-year-old Donnie Brasco star, I'm glad they used Donnie Brasco rather than all the other movies that they always reference to him there. The 59-year-old Donnie Brasco star uh, had played the swashbuckling buccaneer in the five Pirates of the Caribbean movies over the last 19 years before Disney dropped him from the sixth and final installment in wake of the 36-year-old Amber Heard's 2018 Washington Post op-ed. I also take issue with the idea that it would have been the last one because I think it's never the last one with stuff like this. Do we really need to pay this guy like over a (laughs) quarter of a billion dollars to to play a sexually ambiguous pirate okay is it that hard i wanted to talk about that actually like is he sexually ambiguous or is this just like this character was created in a time when it was acceptable for like a straight male character to kind of like have a flamboyant personality and be over the top and it fits with the tone of the movie i, I do wonder if I, you, you say like you don't know if like it's if it's worth paying him 301 million dollars i think <laughs> one uh three yes yes not 300 million dollars like maybe he gives the one million to charity gives it back to Amber good for yeah. him he gives the yeah so <laughs> my, my question is like could you ask for something with more promotion do you know how many people will go see this movie now a whole crap ton of people will go see right. this movie now after all of the promotion that's been happening over the last several months but i mean are you saying that that would make a huge profit for Disney regardless of how much they pay him? Uh, I, assuming that $300 million is over multiple movies, then yeah. Uh, I, do. I don't think they'd pay him that much for one movie. So it says, however, oh, uh, following okay. Depp's highly publicized defamation win uh, earlier this month, it appears that the House of Mouse could be willing to reinstate him in the iconic role. Disney are very interested in patching up their relationship with Johnny Depp, the source told Pop Topic. They reached out to the actor prior to his defamation trial against Amber Heard and asked whether he would be interested in returning to another Pirates film uh, or two. See, I think they would try to get multiple films out of them. But even then, they better. Like the question is, like, then does he get, is he getting a percentage of the profit? It's, it's 301 million like the max he can make off it like assuming that movie makes a ton of money I don't know you'd have to see the contract for that it says a source connected to the actor reportedly told NBC News that this is made up but uh, reps for Depp and Disney have yet to respond to the post request for confirmation I do believe in my opinion that this is not real the, the, I don't the figures I don't believe I don't believe that he's uh, at right now that they're having talks about it no why? I mean, I'm not sure. I I just think that the idea of it is rather slimy because Why? they they dropped him so like cold-blooded yeah. in such a cold-blooded way that like I know that they don't see they don't care about him as a person, no. only as like an instrument to make money, obviously. And, and to be fair, I think he's smart enough to understand that, and I that's another reason I don't think that this will happen. 
but it seems slimy like especially the detail about like they sent a gift basket to him before the trial was even over <laughs> saying like hey hope you forgive us yeah uh and i'd be interested to know what the people in the chat actually think if they think this is really i do believe that these companies will work with anyone if it's financially beneficial to them like it like they don't care if you're an yeah. axe murderer as long as the amount of profit you can make uh outweighs the negative attention that being an axe murderer and it brings was the you. sixth one that he was dropped from right? yes would, do you believe that the sixth one would have made them money regardless? Yes, I, I believe it would have profited. Uh, so then, why would they drop him? Unless it's out of some kind of principle. They, well, they I mean, we're have. talking we're talking literally the height of Me Too, the launch of that phase. I think that they might have yeah. uh, reacted negatively in a way where nowadays we're five, uh, eight years into cancel culture, and they're learning. A lot of these companies are learning that you need to just kind of hold your nose for a while. Uh, and let the you know the bad news pass. I mean, h studios are still hiring Ansel Elgort all the time, and he had a bunch of stuff coming out about him. I don't know if I believe any of that. I'd have to relook into that. But he's still getting a lot of work. He was just in Tokyo Vice, mm -hmm. uh, but all that stuff came out after Baby Driver, and he's still getting plenty of work. Do you know like how much uh, any of the other Pirates movies made to justify three hundred and one million dollars? I we'd have to we could look it up if anybody wants to up. look if you, anyone wants to look up what they. I mean, I know that there. Are all extremely profitable and they've gotten less and less profitable here in America but they remain very profitable overseas it says what I can tell you is that the studio is already plenty is already penned up a draft for a film about Jack Sparrow so they are very hopeful that Johnny will forgive them in return as his iconic character the source claimed the new development comes after an unnamed Disney executive there it is again unnamed source unnamed executive hinted at the finding that the finding Neverland actor donning Sparrow's uh, tri-unicorn hat or tricorn hat again uh, following his defamation win another thing about this is he loves that character he loves being that character there's a reason he still goes to hospitals dressed up as the character uh, what that's that's no, that's, that uh, I have a joke that's not appropriate for this. Okay, show. perfect. But uh, okay. in, in, ter in terms of the box office, I here says the franchise has grossed over four point five billion dollars worldwide. Yep. It is the fourteenth highest grossing film series of all time. So three hundred million dollars is a, a drop in the bucket, especially if you consider the fact that all the renewed interest. I mean, but do you think that uh, it would even be? good remade at this point <laughs> not I think remade just, but continued but uh, I mean, no. continued like I, it just seems low effort yeah well that's the thing they don't have to make uh, a lot of effort in it and the disney's not a huge fan of un, uh, of like uh solo led movies these days anyway they're much bigger fans of ensemble casts so i don't know how much uh, effort they'd put into it i know that the fifth one did not get very good reviews but those movies continue to do well overseas, so at the very right. least, uh, they're going to see it making a lot of money. Johnny Depp seems to me like someone uh, who prides himself on uh, what he perceives to be his like artistic integrity, yeah. and I just don't think he would want to be part of such a blatant I think he, makes he has more money than he could ever uh, imagine what to do with. Yeah. I don't think that you can throw any number at him that would instantly change his mind. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think his artistic integrity uh, lines up with... The, I think that he has artistic integrity or what he believes is his like uh, artistic integrity, but his love for the character, for what it means for other people, I think, outweighs that in a sense. The fact that he loves that he is that character. So the, the quality of the movie comes Yeah, separate. I mean, I just... Maybe I'm out of the loop, but I don't feel like that many people yeah. are like super attached to Jack Sparrow. But they are attached. Oh, are yeah. they? That, that's definitely Is that wrong. like a huge part of people's childhoods? 
Not even childhood, like people of any every age, like pretty pretty hard for that movie. And when you think about it now, with all the free advertising they're getting on social media, mm-hmm. like I said, there, there's all the, there's all weird TikTok trends and Instagram trends that are coming out revolving that character because of all the attention that came from the trial. Mm-hmm. So you said if you think it's fake. Do you think this is like put out there by his publicist so that it catches traction? What I meant, I, sh- I, sh- I shouldn't have said fake. What I'm saying is that the, the, this article, the original article from Pop Pop Topic came out on June 7th. So the trial wasn't even over yet at that point, yeah. right? It was, uh, or it was coming to a close around that time. Does anybody know what day the actual verdict was on the trial? Oh, I forget. No. Let me but it would have been like, Early, like probably around that time, the end, the beginning yeah. of June. So uh, I, I think that at the very least, it's a good way to gauge interest. Uh, and it's just interesting to me now that it's finally getting picked up by mainstream news sites when none of this was on any of them earlier. Like I said, I don't look at Pop Topic as a very reputable source uh, for information. June first, I think. Okay, so this came out a week oh, okay. after. Gosh, my God, the month has flown by. That, uh, sorry, insane. the trial officially ended at Friday 27th, but I think perhaps the verdict came in, in June 1st. Okay, I'm, somebody in the chat might know that. So it's a, They were trying to do like last-minute deliberations. Yeah. It says, during the defamation on. trial, Hurd's attorney, uh, Bredhoff, asked, is Disney aware that Mr. Depp <laughs> has testified under oath that he would not take another Pirates of the Caribbean franchise role for $300 million in a million alpacas? The whole courtroom laughed at the outlandish claims by the disgraced former small-town models claims. That's very mean characterization. To Bredhoff? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mentioned that earlier. I thought that was, like, very personal. <laughs> uh, again, another reason why I'm not a huge fan of uh, of this website. It says, Disney are prepping for a deal for $301 million, uh, that will include a sizable donation to a charity of Johnny Depp's choice. Johnny Depp's choice. Maybe that's how they get him, because they want to continue his ability to bolster his image that he's rebuilt so effectively in the last couple of months. Maybe. Yeah? Uh, if anything, I, I think if he took this deal in continued the character mm-hmm. it would hurt his credibility as an actor like it just seems like if you can put a price tag on your yourself yeah, after what he said now it would be interesting uh apart from whether you think you should do it or not remember they were talking about having margot robbie do her own ver- like they were going to have a margot robbie led pirates of the caribbean movie maybe they do the first film with him and they introduce her character and then they launch hers in the second film. Oh, yeah, and yeah. That would make a lot more sense. Yes. But I like, still don't think it would be very good. Overall, I just wish that they would put it to rest. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I... I don't want either of these things to happen. And they're also saying here, it's not just Pirates of the Caribbean 6, but also a spinoff Disney Plus series. And we all know that uh, the Disney Plus series all look cheap and, and don't yeah. have, the, have the best look to them. So I would be interested to see wh- if he would be willing to do that to kind of, it's not like Margot Robbie's career needs bolstering. She's one of the biggest actresses in the, in the world today. But it would be interesting to see if he'd be willing to come back specifically for that if maybe he finds that giving a, thank, thank you, you, that giving a bunch of it to, to charity would uh, help you know keep his image afloat yeah. and like I said I think he loves p- playing that character I think he loves going and doing the Jack Sparrow run through hospitals to, to make kids uh, everywhere delight so Dude, I can't wait for him to come to the movie be with Margot Robbie hook up with her marry oh, her no. and have the exact same no, thing no, happen no. to him <laughs> like that he gets cancelled and that he like has to be like performative and nice and court is like Ugh. he comes in he's like you wouldn't happen to be capable right. of writing a passive aggressive op-ed would you like uh, uh no 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 you don't like writing op-eds okay well maybe we shouldn't get married what? he wants to maybe he's just a glutton for punishment and he wants to do it all over again 
I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me. He's like, you know what? I, I got that first time feeling every time, every time this happens. So, uh, do you want to go ahead for a super chat there? Yeah, bad app said, <laughs> I can't wait to see Karens of the Caribbean. Same. Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, that Caribbean. <laughs> that's what they should do. We should just do that. And she gets the haircut. She's got the the swoop in her hair, and the whole movie is her like eating at a Pirates of the Caribbean themed restaurant and asking to see the manager. Marco Robbie. Yes, it's it's. Oh, it's she actually, would play a fantastic Karen. She she gets to she gets to ask uh, for the the manager of the Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean restaurant at Disney World. She's still to hot please to let be me Karen. see the mar- to let me see the manager. You think she's too hot to be? Yeah, a, yeah. No, no, Karen's hot. You know. Well. By the time it comes well, out, maybe Brie she'll be... Larson. You think Brie Larson's hot and she's a Karen? Yes, she's Karen, guys. So. Uh, maybe we, 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 she's we, woke. She's we, not Karen. We I mean, the, I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about her. We get the chat going because <laughs> Dane. Uh, Dane is a fan uh, of Brie. Okay, no. Do Dane we want to start this? No, 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 no. I no, just think she's hot. Dane. Dane. Dane is attracted to Brie Larson, and it, it is what it is. Sue it's me. A, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful thing It's a beautiful thing We are where we are More super chats Unavailable ID name said Having Margot doesn't make sense It would make more sense To have Zoe Saldana Take over She's always a part Of the universe And Zoe Saldana Is like still Like one of those Very 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 Reliable actresses That never gets Into any trouble And just has a very Good reputation At least as far as I remember Like she always Comes off as Comes off as a very Very like team player Whenever she makes a movie You don't hear a lot Of stuff about her coming out that makes people angry yeah but like none of her performances are like wow yeah I, incredible but i mean not everybody needs to be like the most standout performance sometimes you need that person who's just will turn in a good performance every time i agree know? that not everyone is like a chet hanks of the world but like that is true i mean if we can't uh, what if they just have chet hanks become oh Jack my Sparrow? God. chet sparrow from your mouth the to god's two ears canceled men that need to come together it's chet hanks is canceled chet hanks is uncancelable. He, exactly. He's like beyond like people's perception. Well, I guess now Johnny Depp is uncancelable. I mean, ca- he was canceled. He I mean, kind of is though, He's because now if something happens that he act like you say he actually does something awful, yeah, everyone's going to be like, no, no, we're on. done. Like we're, we're done with this one. Or, or no, or would they? Or would they come out and be like, ooh, I don't know. They said before, and we 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 gave him the benefit of the doubt before, but maybe now he's guilty. Nate? I don't know. I think people are on his side forever, no matter what. He won. He won the public opinion. Yeah. All right. Another super chat. JD said he basically rewrote Sparrow to be a cartoon. The interview about it is interesting. Originally supposed to be a swashbuckler. Also, he keeps the costume with him for emergency kid visits and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he loves being the character, but uh, like John Cena loves to go and visit. If anything, like, like continuing the. The franchise would just water down the character. Yeah, guys, uh, what does swashbuckler mean? I don't actually. I mean, I I I, I can tell you that it I has thought it was to do something negative. I, uh, it has something to do with pirates, but it's doesn't on. that just sound like a term that would be canceled? I just googled. <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't I just it just googled sound it. Like, <laughs> it. I just googled it, and I feared that I like Tim would know the things that I'm googling. Genre but of European adventure literature focused on a heroic protagonist stock character who is skilled in swordplay acrobatics. Perfect. Possesses chivalrous ideals. That has nothing to do I with. I found like something else. We, a per, I mean, it's similar, but it's like a person who engages in daring and romantic adventures with bravado or flamboyance. Well, he's mm. both of those. So basically, yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Swashbuckling Dane. Swashbuckling Dane. That's your new name. Yep. Uh, and by the way, we have what we had. I have to. I don't think the super chat went for that last one. I don't think it went There's for the third one. one. No, the third one. I don't think. I don't think it went. So I'm. I'm 
Oh, okay. I'm owning up the tab there. There you we're, go, JD. We're good now. All right, so let's move on. We're going to talk about Dane. Dane, you got this one, right? <laughs> we're going to talk about me. We're going to talk about Dane. So I'm really cool and incredible. <laughs> and A whole segment on Dane. I mean, it'd, it'd be pretty sweet. But uh, that aside, uh, <clears throat> allow me to read this titillating title. Valorant is planning to monitor voice chat. Tests begin the next month with other Riot games to follow. At first, can you wait? Can you tell me some other notable Riot games? Um, I mean, let's Google a bunch. Thanks, East Germany. Because I have general impressions of like the fan bases for different ones. Thank you. So I think Riot is League of Legends, if I'm not Mm -hmm. mistaken. Wait, give a sec, Riot. So anything with uh, voice chat is, is liable to be picked up and monitored. What? So anything with voice chat for them was liable to be picked up and monitored? Uh, apparently. How so, do you even do that? So games from Riot is Team Fight Tactics, League of Legends, uh, Legends of Ruterra, Ruined King. They have a new fighting game coming out from the, like the Ponder Brothers, I think. League of Legends called. and Ruined King were the only ones I've heard of. Me too. So, but like League of Legends alone is like ginormous. Yeah. So. Let me find the article again. Let me start reading. Okay, so Riot Games will begin testing its voice chat monitoring technology in Valorant next month as part of a wider strategy to combat disruptive behavior Dis- in its game. Define disruptive behavior. I mean, everything I that isn't LGBTQ puppies, and Latinx, I think. Not rainbows, not cupcakes. Yeah. In a blog post, Ryan announced its voice evaluation system, eventually intended to identify community behavioral violations, such as the use of abusive language. This is AI generated. Oh, wow. What that does that mean that they're going to use AI to like track your tone of voice and not just the words you're saying? Ridiculously devoid of subtext of context and no. We know that robots have not like at least as of yet been able to detect tone of voice sarcasm is uh, slips through yeah so okay let's just get it get into so it scary. the thing the first thing that i want to say is that is nothing sacred anymore nope is there a single place where good old boys can call their friends morally <laughs> and mentally reprehensible no. in jest that is like 90% of the communication that we have here like when we're off camera and 70% of the communication we have here on camera. You know, there is nothing funner. Yeah, in transcript, the way we talked, you'd think we were all hated each other the way we talk in transcript. If, you, if off the, off You'd end. also just think we're like bad people. Yes, we're <laughs> awful people. <laughs> right, so it's like, first off, it's that. Second, if it's an AI, I have the same fear that you have. It's like... You know, like, how are they going to determine, like, sarcasm because versus... otherwise, you would need to pick out, like, literally thousands of real-life, like, people monitoring chats who are not participating in the chats, which is so creepy. It, it may be creepier, even, than getting spied on by a robot. People who are just Who would the then chat, make their not- own independent calls of whether your private conversations are appropriate no and diff- inclusive enough. Uh, this this quote is, they said, uh, this is brand new tech and there will for sure be growing pains. But the promise of a safer and more inclusive environment for everyone who chooses to play is worth it. Very I don't terrifying. think it is. No, it's not. You're taking away the safety that comes with privacy. 
Remember, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, like the same stuff's been happening with the fact checkers have been working in overdrive lately, like me who posts very little in the way of like um, stuff that's willing to get fact check online, I just don't, but I posted like two memes that just happened to be about like the price of gas and both of them got fact checked by like Instagram and that's the same type of AI that will be used to yeah. track down this type of speech, right? Like I, I posted a picture of like a newspaper clipping that like happened to have a headline regarding like Pfizer yeah and then it gives a fact check there's no understanding of context when it comes to AI yep I posted the one about like uh, a 7-eleven which had gas prices for seven dollars and eleven cents and said the prophecy has been fulfilled and, and then it's Instagram like had context. to do its its own little well actually. Well, actually, yeah. Well, listen, as a as a guy that's been playing online since pretty much like the original Xbox, like I can attest to the fact <laughs> that like Xbox Live in particular and like pretty much any gamer chat you get into is morally like reprehensible. But that is part of the charm. Part of the culture. Would you call that like a version of locker room talk but for like the new generations? Kind of basic, lo- yeah. Lobby talk, yeah. That's actually like an incredible description of it, actually. Um, but first thing, there's gonna be workarounds around this. Like, mm. have you guys ever heard of Discord? Yeah. Or Skype? Jake's on you. Then that means like no one is gonna use like your innate like chatting ability. Everyone's just gonna hop on Discord with their friends and talk as they see fit. I see this like backfiring. By the way, like how much of their demographic that plays like a shoot, like I'm guessing Valorant is like a shooting like type game, if if I remember correctly. Like how much of like people that are actively like shooting each other with a pew pews every day do you think are like sensible people that need mm-hmm. a, a, a triggered safe space? Not a lot. That's I'm a guessing. That's a really good point. Yeah. I right. mean, you have to take into account the reasons uh, driving people to play this game. Yeah. Right, so this is like yet again another example of media companies making things so broad and so unspecific they please literally no one. Well, that's what I say. Who is this for? Like, who are the people that are complaining about this? This is for Kotaku writers so yeah. they can make <laughs> like a post on Kotaku. It's like, Valorant is taking great steps ahead for blah, 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 blah. Like, no one cares. As Anita Sarkeesian comes in, it's like, <laughs> yeah. but you could make more changes with my help. You know what would be the funnier thing? Like, if Anita Sarkeesian jumped on any one of these chats, this woman is, like, morally reprehensible. So I'm sure she'd be the first person AI banned from I there. If, yeah, I, say, I wonder if any of the people who had, like, very, very hot takes about uh, something very specific that happened on Friday. Uh, with all the celebrities with their hot takes about Roe v. Wade, I wonder if those people would survive in the chat with all of the, all of the awful things that they were saying. I mean, like, I, honestly, like, I, I just don't know. Where- Was there some kind of, like, mass... Uh, complaint i'm sure about but it, how people were behaving in live chats i'm sure but that's I'm, a that's a complaint that's gone because on the fan base the fan base is uh, of the game is the like the same people who are in the live chat they don't care they never make these changes for the people that play the actual games they do it for the people that they want to come who play are the, the outsiders games? that I, care this much who are invested in changing it when they're not the ones participating the devil's advocate if you sound like remotely ethnic or feminine like you are gonna get hounded on like do you wait if you like for instance with your accent would you like get bullied for having an accent 
Um, you know, the thing is, like, I'd reply and it'd usually end there. So, like, yeah. if you're a sassy little boy that's like the, I am. Like, that's the principle that people, like, can't follow anymore is, like, don't be a player hater. Like, you either participate in the culture or leave. You don't get to change the culture just because yeah, it offends yeah. you. Yeah. But it's, like. Thank you. Like get woke and grow and go broke means nothing to these people. Like ju- just for example, like this weekend, there was like a like a I mean I want to say a large video game tournament, but they lost uh, literally a thousand entrants from one year to another, like from last year to this year. It, it was called CEO Gaming 2022. It's like one of the like the largest like fighting game tournaments ever. Everything was like super woke, super diverse. All the commentators refer not only to the players but the characters as they. What? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. Like literally, the commentators like, "What a great, uh, what a great attack by they!" Oh, like I can't believe what to see what them are gonna do. It's like, who? I think you is- meant what them are. What, <laughs> what a great attack by them. I can't wait to see what they're gonna do. No, no, like th- that's legitimate. And that's like a rule that they had to follow, or. No, I just think it's that you could know be, that could, that honestly could be like uh, like WWE announcers have like specific words they can and cannot say that are supposed to fit within the context of the show. They're never allowed to say hospital; they have to say medical facility and stuff like that. So commentating is usually a very micromanaged, uh, depending on uh, especially if it's front-facing media and they're very worried about their public image. Stuff like that's very heavily regulated from those companies. All I'm saying is like if I'm playing in a tournament and you call me they, you are misgendering me. <laughs> Is that not the crime Thank to misgender you. someone? So it's like, how like how many concessions must be made? Like now, literally everyone has to be like dealt with and talked about as if they're part of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Well, that's the world we live in now, and it's it's what what you say all the time. Like every single space now, everyone has to act like they're like the president running for office twenty four seven. No one comes to gaming to be polite. Nope. People game to play, have fun, you know, joke with their boys and girls. To and not be on guard. Yeah, For p- real. Part and like, of this is also the fact that we're making spaces where it's you're, there is no such thing as a space that's designated for one group of people anymore. Especially like, not for men anymore. Uh, yeah. Like, like, uh, like you're not allowed to have the, the girls can have the Girl Scouts, but you can't have the Boy Scouts. Uh, you can have like there's no such thing as like uh, like a lot of those like men's clubs, like where places where only men can go are no longer really a thing. They're not supposed to be a thing anymore because it's a sign of patriarchal behavior, our patriarchal history of this country. And the problem is the more that you inject everyone's beliefs and sensibilities into every environment, you're going to get friction and the politically correct side is going to win out every single time because these spaces are run by companies that are worth billions of dollars that are looking to make as few waves as possible. And the only way to do that is by conceding every single time and it's very very frustrating and the thing is like they are pandering to people who are not part of the community and couldn't care right it less. seems like they're conceding to no one because they're, no they're looking for the phantom the audience place. right and it's because like in my opinion at least with the tournament organizers and things like that like the california soy boys like mm-hmm. control that industry yeah. from top to bottom they get all the commentators in the events. 
they they take care of all the rules. Like, could you imagine any other event that's hosted in Daytona, Florida? Out of all the places in the world that has a mask mandate in 2022, my brothers in Christ. Like, what is going on? And they, they're literally losing a thousand entrants. That's so much. Listen, you got to pay venue fee, which is like 50 bucks, and the entrance fee for the games, which is like 30 bucks. You're losing at minimum like 80 bucks times a thousand. And some people enter like three to four games. So plus the beers they consume, plus the, uh, the, the money, like the food they consume, plus the water. And, and the, the money I spend there is like, they're just like woking themselves to <coughs> bankruptcy. So also I want to point out here, so, so with the part about like helping train our language models and get the tech good enough to place into a beta for launch later this year. Does that mean also like, uh, that's beyond the fact that people can just complain to mods, right? Like you can still just turn people in for poor speech. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, but that's, that's always been that way. And honestly... Sometimes you need it because like, like they like it seems like they can't they, they just can't leave well enough alone like you already have a method however inaccurate it might be for for uh, dealing with this type of stuff which is where you report someone if somebody says something untoward but they can't do that they have to keep going further they well, have to keep encroaching because of the like culture of it that has been built uh, the irreverent um, maybe like mischievous uh, culture that has been built by the fan base, I feel like the only thing that you'd be justified in reporting maybe is uh, like incitements to like real life violence or uh, what, what about maybe like personal information. Like yeah. that seems like the only thing. What about the idea of just having like room, like, like, look, if you're, if you're more sensitive, you can go to this, you can, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like this is why we the, need separate, uh, girls and boys live chats. <laughs> I think that would help a lot of people out. Dude, use the ban function. Use the mute function. Use the kick function. S improve your algorithm to the point where it's like this person gets kicked out of or and muted out of matches, like 5% of his matches. Thus, it's probably easy to assume that it's a controversial player. For example, let me just give you an example of how this can be done. In fighting games, uh, something that's been an issue is that sometimes you're in a ranked match. Mm -hmm. And the player, before losing, quits the match. Yeah. And not all, you know... Not all uh, games are, are designed to, like, if they disconnect from the match, you get the points and they lose the points. Usually what they do is, like, if they both go in neutral. However, uh, and uh, Warner Brothers, the, who, like, designs Mortal Kombat, does this. Sorry, NetherRealms. If you disconnect from your matches an X number of times, you get pulled from the regular pool up to like a separate category of person that disconnects a lot and they put a little icon next to you like hey by the way like this if you're playing this person he's likely to disconnect and that way you i mean he's like mart he or she whatever is like mart and the and you know like what you're getting yourself into but they can reverse it right if they stop doing that that i don't know but like usually like they don't but like hopefully if 
the good thing would be like if you like stop disconnecting and then like the percentage of times of which you have disconnected versus not disconnected and then you get added to the pool that would be a good system but just add something for that mm -hmm. out of like if if a person keeps getting muted every match and kicked every match and reported add them to a pool of people that all they do is want to talk mess and then maybe the people that talk mess get get like matched up with the people that love talking mess and then it's all good you know like who cares like clearly they don't mind so if they get matched with someone that right. like likes talking like i feel like they could easily use the same ai technology to match people who are like compatible the way they want right. to talk and the way they want to play yep. rather than trying to police everyone's tone and language but the company understands that much better the and they understand that they're gonna it. fail yeah. miserably at this yep. because like they're literally putting out this question it's like we understand that like, along the way like some things are gonna go wrong yeah a lot yeah. like ai anything that has to do with ai and like by the way so what i learned in my master, uh, master's degree remember i am a flying golden god for liberals you are it, thank you is that we understand computers they don't understand us yeah at all so this is doomed to fail. Mm -hmm. Like, there is no way where this doesn't fail. Super chats. Yes. Uh, JD said he described it as the type from Princess Bride. Perfect. Is about, about Jack Sparrow? Jack Sparrow, yep. yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Also, this isn't a super chat, but Dustin said monitors are precursors to the ban hammer. Yep. So do you think they're going to just start, like, mass banning people? I'm sure they already are. Hmm. So see Hobbit said, how much do you want to bet that Discord and Skype are either already monitoring the voice chats or are in the process of doing exactly what Riot Games is doing now? Oh, I'm sure. And plus, that's probably baked into the uh, to the TOS. Well, if mm -hmm. they do, another alternative will will rise up and you will lose your user base because no one has the sensibilities that you do. I mean, you can say that, but even like in the context of big tech companies the alternatives are never the same quality it's it's literally baked into the name alt tech like yeah. it's 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 given into the time like do we post our videos to youtube oh and to rumble mm -hmm. and then it's always and to this site it never comes it never grows like it'll be clunky yeah it, it won't work the same i so. mean that's what they said about instagram at one point you know it's like it's facebook and instagram and like look at it now it's like facebook bought instagram <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. It, but like, it was like Facebook's a parent company. Instagram is the sister company. And now, like, that's true. My like, my young sister <laughs> literally laughs at me for having a Facebook profile. That's oh. how I feel. Like, I never cared about Facebook and only ever cared about having an Instagram. And that's what I'm saying. But like, because it's lame to after, be on Facebook. After Friday, I was like, I am so glad I don't go on Instagram anymore. Holy crap! The last place I wanted to wait. You mean Facebook? Wait, I say Instagram. Yeah, the last place I wanted to go on Friday after the oh, after yeah. the court ruling was to Instagram or just to Facebook. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> Caper Two X said, "Your Daneship. What are your thoughts on Ruby Rose gaming movie for Prime Video? One up. The trailer looks like Gamer Girls Gone Wild comedy. 
accent. I, I have information on it here. I'd never heard of this. I hadn't either. This uh, looks so super this cringe. The trailer for 1UP is offering a first look at Ruby Rose's latest film, which centers around the world of competitive gaming. I'm sure it won't involve any toxic masculine, toxically masculine boys at all. Directed by Kyle Newman, whose previous work includes fanboys in Barely Lethal. Barely Lethal was awful. The upcoming comedy follows Vivian, an esports gamer who, after receiving a college scholarship to play for Barrett University, faces sexism within the school's male-dominated squad and ends up forming her own all-girls team to compete at the Nationals. It'd be really funny if they end up losing. Like, this really bad. sounds like a Disney Channel movie, Dude. but adults. In addition to Rose, uh, who stars as Vivian's coach, Parker, the film features uh, Hubby, ha uh, Hubby Halloween's P Paris Burrell, Taylor Perez, and ha Hari Neff. Never heard of any of those names. So I heard of Hari Neff. I don't know who that is. Uh, produced by Lionsgate and BuzzFeed's. Oh, this is the BuzzFeed movie. BuzzFeed okay. movie. I forgot. Yeah, no, I, I remember the. I remember oh, hearing no. about this. Yeah, I, I thought this was the game. They were supposed to be making a like a a, a sat a satirical or like a comedy based around GamerGate. So maybe that's what this is supposed to be. So it's supposed to be like self aware. Uh, the original concept for it was yeah. I don't know how no self aware this actually is. Hmm. Says the first trailer for recently re re for One Up was recently released by Lionsgate Movies and in introduces audiences to Burrell's na na nationally ranked player Vivian, as well as the dynamic between her and Dustin, the captain of Barrett's team. I'm sure Dustin is a complete gentleman yeah. and doesn't say anything bad ever and makes all men look like just classy guys mm -hmm. all the time. I'm sure this what movie a will do. Act. I am sure this movie will do men in gaming total justice. Total no, justice. Be like, girls are icky. Go away. Go away. We don't like girls here. That's, that's <laughs> the funny thing is that they don't even understand the female gaming demographic. Every chick that plays games that I I've met, a doesn't want the fact that she's a chick having to do with it at all. She just wants to play, and they usually hate no one in the world more than other gaming chicks. Why? Because it's like, hi guys, Kawaii here. I'm playing Fussy Fussy whatever, and like no, <laughs> and it's embarrassing. Yeah. Similar to me, if like like some Latino guy was like, hello, bienvenidos, ah, uh, blah blah blah, <laughs> like no one would care. Yeah, like no one likes the stereotype of anything. No one likes the tokenization of anything, and it's like every single thing we love must be girl bossed. Everything. It's all girl bossed. Everything is girl bossed. And it's like, do you guys not like I don't know. Money? A satire of Gamergate would maybe be, be kind of funny. funny. But this doesn't That's seem not like it's be what that. It, Yeah. By BuzzFeed, it, it involves Ruby Rose, yeah. for BuzzFeed. With a with a buzz cut I wonder as if well. Ruby Rose is healed up from her injuries from Batwoman. That's, she got hurt on the set of Batwoman. That's why she left what the show. What happened to her? Uh, the incompetent stuntmen. And oh. uh, and she had like neck surgery and they like made her come back to work right away, if I remember correctly. It was, yeah, it was very bad. So uh, also, it was, it's not like anybody ever bought her as like a superhero, given that she's like five foot nothing and, and like weighs like 80 pounds. So we will we will see where that movie goes. But I, I have less than high hopes, but maybe that'd be a... F see, again, I can't drink, but that might be a fun one to drink and watch and review. So uh, to Lord Caper, um, I don't know, bro. Sounds sus as hell. That's my official opinion. Perfect. 
Well, we'll see where that one goes. All right. I want to talk about this VidCon article. Mary, do you, do you want to lead this one or should we just? Sure. Start? Okay. All right. Because so I'm, of course, uh, an expert on TikTok mental illness. That, right? That's <laughs> clipping that that's one. That's me. We're clipping no. that one for tomorrow. I need the time stuff for that one, please. Uh, so there was a panel of VidCon, at VidCon, of uh, therapists to share their concerns about the sensationalization, which is an insane word. I had to double check to make sure that that was actually it a word. Is. I'm like, why wouldn't they just say Because if sensationalizes a word, that, yeah. that has that has to be a... I was like typing it out for the thumbnail, and I'm like, this is too freaking long. I'm not putting this <laughs> um, on two lines. Of mental health issues on the internet. Quote from the panel, I think we've taken the word trigger a little bit too far. You don't you say. Don't say. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. So, like, there are some TikTok therapists. They're kind of grifters. They make a lot of videos giving mental health advice and talking about different diagnoses and the criteria for them. Everyone in the comments is like, oh, my gosh, that's literally me or that's literally the person I know. The, the funny thing about this is, is I used to, like, when I was posting my skating stuff every day when I would do the audio on version, which was basically me documenting my day and kind of talking about my mental health struggles while doing it, I would tag mental health and mental health awareness in there and I would get, like, ads from just the funniest like accounts of like doctors like let's talk about this and I'm just like you should probably go see an actual doctor I'm talking about my experience I'm not telling other people how they should behave which is very very different dude if you're a therapist business is a booming oh that they when you see the percentages in here it's like some of these chicks have 87 personalities like you could charge each of them as like an individual like hey listen every different insurance for each one of them (laughs) uh, keep going yeah um Oh, the percentages are crazy. Over the past 20 years, there was a notable increase in Americans seeking mental health resources from approximately 20% in 2002 to a whopping 41% in 2020. That is almost half of the entire population of this great country of ours. And I think it's it's not just uh, people seeking mental health help, but just in general, like people who are mentally disturbed, regardless of whether you are seeking help for it, has gone up. That's the problem. There, no a lot doubt. of them is like, it's not like, we've talked at length about how like a therapist, uh, somebody that can actually help you develop a plan to get better right. is a lot different than just talking about yourself at length for long periods of time. Right, and like people being locked in their homes yeah. for so long the- do not have friends and social interaction and interaction with family members as much as they used to. That 41% was in 2020. So does COVID play a role in that? Yeah. I mean, of course, like telehealth makes it like way easier to access talk therapy, I'm sure. And like just things like better help where you're like texting someone. That's like nothing. That is not doing anything for anyone. But that's besides the point. Let's talk about TikTok. Um, With social media. Yeah. I mean, I remember in the height of lockdown when I originally downloaded the app, I realized that um, people were getting all of their mannerisms from the videos they were watching. What do you mean? Do you remember like, I don't know if you guys remember this because you're not like of my generation, but like when girls started like doing the underhanded pointing like this. Mm-hmm. This like all over. Mary, the place? I'm 32. No, I don't know what you're talking it about. Literally, was a mannerism that like all young women I began can of, displaying. I like, can think when of at they least were, like, two. Like doing this to emphasize their point. Why? I don't know. 
I see. I don't know. It was like everyone started doing it because if the only interaction you have with other human faces is over your phone, yep. on, uh, looking at a TikTok, you're going to start imitating what you see. So do we believe that this is because of a rise in the acceptability of talking about your own uh, mental health struggles? Or is it simply... It's too acceptable to talk about your mental health struggles. Uh, to to <laughs> people that can't help you. I mean, yeah, like, because you're sharing just for the sake of seeming vulnerable, like, in a, a healthy way, but it's not healthy. If you're not actually like, actively working to get better. The So, like, another thing, they spoke on uh, topics like... Uh, a, the what was it like imposter syndrome rings true with Tourette's me. like uh, we, we got a whole article is on the rise in young girls we've got this article right here where it says but uh, it's not they're saying it's on the rise not based off diagnoses but uh people being like self-diagnosed this is I've got the, yeah i've got this list here of the the dangerous trends that come from tiktok and the reason i want to talk about this is be, mainly is because like if we're doing pop culture right now in in society you could argue that influencers and content creators are far more influential than any celebrity well by far yeah and like on on tiktok in order to be successful you have to pick your niche stick to it and not veer off from it yep your if your niche is your mental health issue in order to get views that is what all of your videos have to be about self-diagnosing is is a huge one in this one yeah. where they talk about like where it's like I went to a doctor and thought I had Asperger's and he said no and I was like but I do uh, and then they and then the, mm -hmm. they just say that they do and then that like they're like self-diagnosed don't let a doctor tell you you don't have something you know your body better than a doctor yeah. does I'm like, yeah but do you have 12 years of medical there was that you can choose your gender you can choose your species and yeah. you can choose your mental states like Tourette's and uh, dissociative identity disorder were a few that have just been like blown up yep. as a trend on TikTok. And like what like how could you confirm Tourette's because you're like you're an edgy girl that likes to say the F word? Like what's going on? Is it Billie Eilish that has Tourette's? She does, yeah. yeah. She um most of her tics are like facial tics. Yeah. And that's a big thing in these articles where they talk about girls are seeking medical help from a mysterious tics that might be from TikTok, which, you know, the irony there oh is right. TikTok. <laughs> the irony in there is just palpable. Maybe this is like all just a psyop. It's all China just being like, uh, we are going to give you guys tics and we're going to distract you with nonsense mm -hmm. that you do not need to be talking about. But does this mean like the like Gen X girls are all a sorry, Gen Z girls are all a hive mind? Uh, yes. I mean, the more technology like closes in on us, hive mind becomes. I mean, young more women have common. always been easily impressionable. Mm -hmm. Like that's why they chose certain uh, stars to, like, <laughs> like Elvis, for example. He was like an entire craze mm -hmm. because young women like to feel that they're a part of something and like they share something in common and that's cool and everything but when it's uh pathology yeah that's an entirely different situation the funny thing is like it'd be one sorry brett like it'd be one thing if they were doing this for like money but like the way well, tiktok works yeah dude but the way tiktok works is that if you have millions Thank upon you. millions upon millions of fans and views like you make a thousand dollars a month it is not a lucrative like 
app. It's a pool of money that everyone draws from. Yeah, but they use it to build a platform elsewhere, whether that's OnlyFans mental health sector, as we know. That's (laughs) like that. They they tried to, when when they were going to go non-porn, that was like what they were, that's what they were going to do is focus on other stuff like that. But also they can do that whether they have merch, whether they have, uh, they do appearances. Uh, I, I imagine that if you talk a lot about your mental health, you could be uh, hired to do speaking engagements down the line, like if you're influential enough. So uh, depending on how business-minded that content creator it is, but it's just, is it good for us to be mm-hmm. this open about these issues? And I worry about that. Because like I said, I was reading a, a tweet the other day, a tweet that was posted on Instagram where a guy's like, I said something and my therapist just sat back in his seat and wrote, shaking his head, did I win? Did I beat therapy? That mindset is evil. Like that, that's not mm-hmm. the mindset you're supposed to have in these situations. And you're not helping anyone by glorifying something like that. So, uh, and, and then up here, so it says, um, the statistics. Okay. So it says when asked how much of truth there was to this, they're talking about, um, if social media is to blame for the tick like behavior in teen girls. It says, uh, this, the part of that is on the rise, uh, in diagnosis to an, ex- uh, an increase in access to therapy. So people have, like you said, more access to therapy mm-hmm. because of things like better health, all the other ways you can do it without ever actually going. There are so many therapy practices who switch to doing remote yeah. therapy during the pandemic. And doesn't going there in person play a huge role? I mean, I know it that totally for me, does. going in person played a huge role in my ability to get help. Because it means you're actually putting you're, effort into it and you're making a personal connection with the, the therapist. Which you cannot do digitally. Yeah. You, just, you just can't. So, so there's a decrease in stigma around it. Uh, over the past 20 years, there was a notable increase in Americans seeking mental health resources. That was the number we talked about earlier. It says, but then they get into talking about content creators and they say they're not immune to the pressures of social media. They shared their experiences with imposter syndrome or the feeling of doubt surrounding your abilities and achievements. That's very common amongst people. You know, what was mm-hmm. that? Just recently Shakira, or no, Jennifer Lopez was like, it was either Jennifer Lopez or Shakira was like talking about how they had imposter syndrome like their whole career. And like, can you imagine being that famous, that successful for that many years and and still feeling that way. Like now imagine being somebody like in the early days of your career, you almost have to be braze, brazen, bold, and like unafraid of, of looking stupid. Cause if a very famous, very successful person can feel like an imposter 20 years in somebody who's just starting out is obviously, obviously going to have to yeah. counter that. But somehow. I mean, the issue with what these influencers are doing is they're promoting the idea that any normal human feeling or yeah. like negative feeling is a syndrome, is a pathology disease of some kind. They always want to pathologize it. Always. Yeah. Also, I want to know, t- uh, trigger warnings, good or bad? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I need to know, good or bad. Well, it is used ra- to be something that... I, I think, think it's a bad thing. I think... Toughen up, dude. Like, the, the there worst. was always like discretion advised, right? Like there was always a, a also like a system of of ratings yeah. that that was like normal, but now we're using them to the detriment of actually saying anything. And then people don't join the conversation because they've been warned off. It's the beginning. You can't build up. It's it's like a callus. You can't build up that callus without repeated exposure. You and, need yeah, to no build up. Yeah, no one is up, responsible for your what bothers you. Yes, your personal issues. Yep. So it, the the thing is, like, trigger warnings are now taken to the level where like law school students get trigger warnings before doing case study, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, you signed up to do like law and criminology and you don't have the stomach 
to like mm-hmm. read the clients that you're gonna defend. Like imagine like getting assigned a lawyer and he's and it's like a a case about something that I can't say, and like your lawyer's like, actually, this is very triggering and concerning for me. I must leave immediately. That's, that's like when we like this, what this. This weekend, when I was wading through all the crap about Roe v. Wade from annoying celebrities saying annoying things that are annoying, like, that annoys me, and I find it kind of bothersome and tiresome, but I don't expect them to be like, trigger warning, if you have strong feelings on this topic, you should not read further. You just go ahead and read, uh, and you repeat it, and repeated exposure will help you kind of deal with the fact that it's unpleasant to begin with. I'm the same way with, like, I hate cringe videos. I despise like I love cringe. I I cannot stand cringe videos, but you have to learn to like grit through the cringe if you're going to watch some of this. Like we're gonna watch the Oliver Tree video and Podluck, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. I guess that one doesn't really bother me, but like stuff like that sometimes. Like or even the Chet Hanks interview with uh, what's her name, where I'm just that like, was hey, even like edited in a deceptive <laughs> way to make it more cringy yeah. than it was. They and like acted like there were so many silent like moments of. Silent pause. And she there. still looked like a schmo. She yeah, yeah like, it still made her look stupid. Are you gonna apologize? He was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Based. <laughs> so do you think so do you think most of the tick I mean the the part about ticks, like you said earlier, like hand motions like that, absolutely. From like I mean, that's it, not even like a tick, that's no, just like, a mannerism. If, but if you add that with like ways uh it's like a dialect. It's like the way people start speaking when they don't uh talk to anyone outside of that bubble in the in the movie the in the movie the dark knight when the joker is constantly licking his lips and everyone thought it was a choice that heath ledger was making to make himself look more nuts it was actually because the makeup dried his lips out so much that he had to keep doing that to like keep his mouth from going dry and then uh david Tennant like copied it in like a harry potter movie without realizing that it wasn't done to make him look nuts it was just something the actor had to do (laughs) and i'm thinking if if something like that can translate from one actor to Uh another think about how much more powerful and present social media is in your life each and every day the overall point that i wanted to make is just that there's nothing that's more wrong with us there's something that's there's something wrong that's being imposed on us there's nothing wrong with us Jonathan Haidt has some great uh, research and videos talking about the uh, how the younger generation of women have been absolutely decimated by social media and what it's doing to their mental health, and that's due to exposure to social media. I recommend anybody who uh, is to go look up some of those videos that are on YouTube where he talks about just they're sad, like they're more upset than they've ever been, they're sadder than they've ever been, and it's not going away because you can't get rid of social media now. So, mm-hmm. so. it's really just not fair to to frame it in a way that's like. Uh, we're more mentally ill than ever yeah. when I mean, that's we are. not, I mean, but it depends on what you're saying. Like, are we displaying uh, maladaptive behavior and traits or are there uh, maladaptive expectations being set on us? I don't know. Well, and also it's one of those things where now I think in a world where people just want to feel special, they feel like having a condition makes them special. You know what I mean? Think about how much we evangelize and like talk about how brave people are when they survive something and people who aren't going through anything now want to put and they talk about here about like faking conditions because they want to feel like they're special. Like everyone wants to feel that way. Right. And if right. all and if you're being babysat by social media, it's going to affect your ability to re- think reasonably. So there's like some of these other conditions when they're talking about like the most dangerous aspects. It's self-diagnosing, using intermittent fasting to heal anxiety pretending to have a disorder, 
what I eat in a day videos. Those the, are insane. And then here's the here's the other one: discussing trauma. There is such a thing. Trauma. Tra- there, uh, maybe I'll link that that clownfish video in there. Uh, there is such a thing as not productively discussing these things, where you're going around in circles and you're not actually getting to any truth. Well, it's like who has the most shocking story that will get them the most attention? Yeah, they they want to one up each other rather than actually help each other. Like you're basically, not- TikTok is just a digital insane asylum. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, to be to be frank, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, super chats. Uh, Bad app said back in the MySpace days, every girl had pigeon toes. Is this true? The hell does that mean? I don't know what that means. It means your feet are what, yeah. pointed inward at each other. Probably from standing to take your pictures a certain way with your know. with your uh, with your undercut <laughs> and your um, <laughs> and your very very heavily contrasted photo and your really bad HTML. We're bringing bring it me back. back to the see what we need is we need to get Tom to buy MySpace world. <laughs> If we need to get Tom, can like Tom a, buy Gab? Tom could buy Tom <laughs> like, when he when he cashed out. I believe he's like a like he's like he he cashed out for millions and just became like a travel photographer. Can, can Tom buy Truth Social? That'd be great. Him and him and <laughs> Trump just hang out. Caper Two X said, as an RN nurse, that sounds like uh, CYA. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. She would, uh, uh, after causing it in the first place. We are now reaping the results, and they may fear the repercussions. Uh, I'm terrified to think of, like, uh, I wonder if maybe we've overblown parts of it because of how much of a, of a hassle, like, how much problem, how many problems lockdown and two years of COVID restrictions did to people. Like, uh, if we're in a particularly mm-hmm. dark time because of just how bad it was of people being locked in their house, both by government and through fear, like self-imposed locking themselves in them in their houses and stuff like that. And like you're, you're dealing even if with that the, had only lasted five weeks, like we thought, yeah, that would still be an unforgettable five weeks that leave like permanent effects. Yep. Anyway, uh, Vanguard N7E335 said been saying for months now that tiktok is causing people to develop mental disorders and the amount of people claiming to have autism or adhd is massive this this is true okay um i i was uh, one of the hardest things to do at this job um when i when i got sober was going off my adhd meds uh was realizing how many people like there's a huge difference between people being like oh i'm like they can't like sit still for a few minutes they're like i have adhd or even worse it's like it does feel like people want to talk about how they have Asperger's because they think it makes them seem unique and special, not because they actually have the condition. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they feel like it makes them unique or special. Uh, and, and I just, that's a totally normal human impulse. To think. But when you. <laughs> that isn't. To. Maybe to think that it would make you special. It's no, a whole to, other to thing wanna, to actually to do. To want to feel like you're unique and special because yes. in some ways everyone is. Yes. But the way that you, f- that you naturally would um, come to find that validation is by having personal connections. Mm-hmm. And when that's taken away from you, this is where you turn. So do we have to worry about a whole other generation of like influencers and social media people and even regular celebrities now talk about how the trauma of this incident, the trauma of this, uh, this experience on this movie set, uh, doing this <laughs> and that, uh, it's the most overused term in, in all of Hollywood now is, is, is the word trauma, uh, which I feel bad for saying. Because we're I, I like believe... inundated by the, the, the slog of life. Like yeah. it does, life is sucking right now. Yep. And we don't know how to express that beyond like finding some minor inconvenience and calling it trauma. When exactly. like 
daily life all added up together is a massive weight. But I, I do love the meme that, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I do love the meme that says like uh, morning people and shows people like getting up to jog. It says me just processing the trauma of waking up. Like <laughs> I felt that in my soul because there was like as a night owl, like uh, maybe that's not the right word for it, but I definitely felt the 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 truth of behind like just waking just up. Just the prolonged pain of that is up, life of and especially... Exactly. Modern life. It is like a massive weight on our shoulders. It's just we pick out these tiny things to call trauma. And if you can, like, I, I know it's not a reasonable thing to ask most people, but whether you create content or not, try to go like a weekend without your phone and you will be in. It's insane how much better you feel, how much better you sleep, how much happier you are. And then you come back and you're just right back into it. And you're like, I can't live without this during the week where, you mm. know, whether it's because you need your phone to, to connect with people. It is almost kind of like a digital prison in a way. Listen, you need to curate your socials very well. Like I, I, by the way, I have to live in socials because of the nature of my job. Yeah. But like, even I, like I make sure that at least one of my socials is just memes and puppies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Beautiful. Which yeah. one is it? Uh, my Instagram. I know it's not Twitter. <laughs> it's like memes, puppies, and recipes. Almost okay. everything I post is just memes. That's just, it's the, the oh, there was a, I posted a meme today, or no, yesterday, it says it's like a girl in like a tube top, and she goes, who said girls with, who said girls with depression can't wear tube tops? And a guy responds and says, no literally one. no one has ever said that. <laughs> that nobody's ever said that in the history of the world. Like, so. what is the correlation? <laughs> well, that's, what I'm saying. that's the joke, though. The, that's why it's hilarious all right joseph said schizophrenia is a mental health issue being sad is not and and there's also a, a strong line to like is where does depression start and uh, and just being sad end right like and a lot of people have trouble making that connection i've had mm -hmm. people here who have asked me like you doing okay because i'm kind of like a i live in like a weird neutral tone most of the time and i can go up and down a little bit but they're like are you okay i'm like yeah i, f I, f I feel fine but like where does you know where does having a bad couple of days end in depression start the problem is they're self-diagnosing or they're diagnosing on instagram or tiktok and they're not actually going to see a medical health professional and a lot of times depending on what condition you want to have the person you go to see often kind of makes that happen right if you see a therapist is different than going to see a psychologist uh for targeted treatment and stuff like that so yeah and there's one more there bad off said would you rather get a mental illness from tiktok or an std from tinder well, how what, about neither how about an std from tiktok and a mental illness from tinder can we just <laughs> not have any of it or just none of them i would how prefer neither nothing? pass dane which one you had to pick pass you have to pick one uh like not std then Okay, perfect. There you go. Um, a new one came in. said, bad thank app, you. I'd rather not do either. Yeah, thank you for that. Also, another a voice of reason. Said, Mary, the only way life is hard today is if we make it difficult. That is why we pick the smallest, weirdest leap to be triggered by. I kind of don't agree. I don't agree. I think modern life is extremely hard. Can, can and, you explain? Well, it's not like it's uncomfortable. I, I mean, it's mentally... Um, difficult yeah. to live in a way that's like this far from what we were naturally designed designed to. for I, so i talk about that a lot where i'm like look like getting in a fight now is a lot different than being like kind of tortured by social media like if you're getting bullied online as much as i hate that concept and you don't know how to you don't know how to turn it off or ignore it mm -hmm. like that's 
uh, that's omnipresent in your life. That that those mean comments, that mean stuff. Like I said, it's still your responsibility to handle that. So don't mis misinterpret what I'm saying as saying like that they're it's not their fault. What I'm saying, if you have to put up with that each and every day, that's a lot different than the bra the than the uh, courage you need to get into a fight for two minutes. Yeah. Is a lot different than the courage you need to face down reading negative stuff about you. And believe you me, whether you think it affects you or not, it oftentimes does. Um, it's a lot different than having to read that all the time. We were designed to say pejoratives on Xbox Live. <laughs> Let us continue. Well, if anything, that's an outlet for like what we feel we need. Yeah. And it's Sandwiches? being taken away from us. So all right, it's just unfortunate. All right. All Sorry. Right. We, we went a little long with that, yeah, but it ne things needed to be said and they were said. I think that's yes, something queen. Yes, Queen Slay. Yes. Did you just girl boss that segment? I just slayed that. <laughs> slay. I just slayed those super chats. All right. We're going to go to Podluck. We're going to Podluck, and I want to talk about Top Gun one more time. I promise. Maybe this is the we're last time. We're not talking time. about Top Gun anymore? No. Oh, Top Gun Maverick becomes 50th movie ever to pass $1 billion. No Podluck song? This is just... No Podluck song today. I just oh. went straight into it. Damn. Okay. Um... I guess I'm not needed. <laughs> Dane, do the podluck song. Do no, it. No, no, I don't want to. No. Okay, fine. Mary, do the podluck song. I can't do it. Only Dane can Dane, do it. Dane, please do the podluck song. Podluck, podluck. That's it. Okay. But this seems Six. like a fake milestone. I'm sorry. What do you mean? It's just, I mean, it's the 50th movie to pass 1 billion. First of all, I don't know if that means the same thing it did before. Yeah, I don't know if that means before. Uh, Is this adjusting for, for inflation? inflation yeah. Because that actually does make a huge difference. Uh. So it says, well, 2019 delivered nine movies that passed the milestone of a billion dollars, including the $2 billion mammoth of Avengers Endgame. Top Gun Maverick has become only the second movie since, the, since then to complete the achievement. So since COVID restrictions and lockdowns and old people being afraid to go to movie theaters, young people not going to movie theaters because they're young, uh, pretty much just leaves Gen X and like older millennials as the people to go to movies because everyone else like Gen Z is like what the hell's a movie theater and, <laughs> and, and, uh, and boomers are like I don't want to die Gen Z are like I don't have a driver's license so I can't drive to the movie theater to watch a movie they're like I can just watch it at home can't I on <laughs> Disney Plus uh, it's been flying high at the box office since its arrival in cinemas it almost won for the week again this week it, it actually got beat out just barely by the Elvis biopic from Baz Luhrmann, which is kind of getting panned from everyone that I heard about it. But it says mm -hmm. Elvis shakes away, uh, shakes number one away from Top Gun Maverick after dead heat with 31 million plus. So it ended up being 31 million for Elvis and 29.6 million for Top Gun Maverick in its fifth week. But the most interesting part about this, at least in my opinion, is that even with uh, in its fifth week, uh, it's still open at more theaters than Elvis. Oh, so that makes sense. by just uh, but just uh, by just a hair though it's like three thousand nine hundred and forty eight theaters and Elvis is at three thousand nine hundred and six but it still made another uh, almost thirty million dollars and that's that's very very Thank good. You. Well, uh, people were freaking out because they were like, "This is Tom Cruise's first movie to pass a billion." Yep. But when he started his career, a billion was not a current billion, so yeah. maybe he already had. Past the equivalent of a billion? And, and to I'm be not really sure. And to be fair, uh, like you said, with inflation and, and all that stuff. But also, this is one of those things where if I have the, the And also the Elvis in. thing, I was excited uh, to see it at first. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I don't really want to go see that. Yeah. Dude, who cares about Elvis? He's I mean, like, I just... What? I, know, I know you're saying that, but like, it's not for you. It's, it's not Everything for, is for me. It's not for it, you. Unironically, like, it really isn't. I think women are interested in bio 
biopics way more because they care about like the the emotionality being displayed <laughs> more than like action scenes and yet another like thing pandered for women then well the uh, i mean the argument from marketing standpoint if i'm correct right is that the the woman runs the has the uh f runs the finances at home so even if the man's the male the male is the breadwinner i mean the idea oh. is that the woman keeps the, the books which women is why are marketed to in yes. a traditional family unit not like the hacky sack commune you know like <laughs> yes lesbian. i like to think there's something in between thank you Sorry, what? I like to think that there's something in between a 1950s nuclear family and a hacky sack commune. <laughs> there, there must be a better way. Crap! Is our workplace a hacky sack commune? It is. Oh no. <laughs> uh, there are snacks. There, yes. It's like <laughs> if, there, if there are snacks free to take, then it's definitely a hacky sack commune. And uh, Black Phone did pretty well as well, making over 23 million. And I've seen nothing but great reviews for that. Mm. Uh, that one will probably one I'll wait to see on on streaming. Okay. But I love Ethan Hawke. Uh, I'm not a big horror fan, but from what I understand, it's more of a thriller, uh, and it's very, very like emotionally intense. Meaning, like okay. you're going to be on edge of your seat like the whole time, like nervous the whole time. So that would be very cool. So uh, I do think that making the fact that it almost became that Top Gun Maverick was almost number one again in its fifth week after losing the last two weeks to Jurassic World, and it's still holding on to its drops there. This week, Jurassic World Dominion dropped 55%, whereas Top Gun Maverick only dropped 32% in week five. There's something to be said about a movie that's special to people. Remember, that, million, that billion dollars is no Chinese box office, and whereas when Joker did that with no Chinese box office, it had like a gazillion dollars in free marketing from the news being like, it's an incel movie, and the incels are going <laughs> to do incel stuff at the theaters, and they're going to hurt people. Why was Joker not in the Chinese bo box office? Uh, I don't know if it was because... Oh, um, because They didn't it's, include anything that they don't a, like, right? Well, it's about uprising against authority, I think, from Okay, the, I mean, that. that's a very general theme. Um, but it was not... Uh, somebody would have to tell... It was right at the time of Hong Kong, of, like, the Hong Kong protests. Yeah. And there's that scene at the end. I guess, with, like, yeah. inconvenient timing. Yeah. poor timing. Um, so, I and I don't know if, like, Zazie Beetz' character had anything to do with that. I don't think so. Cool. But I'm, uh, that's the name of the actress, Zazie Beetz. I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm assuming that's a stage name. <laughs> I'm just so uh, glad that Top Gun didn't get a bunch of hit pieces like that. I mean, other than that one from the Hollywood Reporter that's like, is it about the rise of white supremacy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I that saw must be one, what Top Gun Maverick is about. I saw one that was like so idiotic. It was like, people liked it because it gave us a common enemy, Russia. And even though they went so out of their way to not, not mention Russia, to mention or imply Russia, they, they had to go and do that. And that's not why done. people liked it. That is not why people liked that story. It, it is funny when you watch movies now and how like Russia is all, it's always Russian bad guys in movies like John Wick. It's just random Russian bad guys. Like, why is there a Russian bathhouse? Cause uh, they're they, bad. Cause they're Russian and it's a bathhouse and it's bad. <laughs> uh, and we can, and then you get to kill a bunch of white people in the movie. And that's what they, they love that. So they, they <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, be all your spicy. I know. Spicy. A world-renowned Russian simp because Russian chicks are hot. Fair enough. Sorry, sorry, hot. sorry. Very hot. Very hot. <laughs> we should get like we should ask Jordan Peterson like what I was like. I know what your opinion is on fat chicks. What's your op <laughs> opinion on Russian chicks? He's like, sorry, very hot. <laughs> Love to bring our inside jokes into the show. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. The I mean, every Jordan Peterson uh, voice just ends up sounding like a Canadian Kermit the Frog every single time. My daughter dresses as a lobster. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I still have never seen that photo, but uh, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about uh, Jack Harlow uh, protests Lil Nas X snub with T-shirt at the BET Awards. This is the clickbait headline if I ever saw one. Well, it's also like it, it's just like there's a, uh, there's so much entitlement in this article. Where it's just like I didn't get an I didn't get like uh, Dear God from- is he wearing my glasses? Is he? <laughs> well, Dear God oh, is he wearing my glasses? Dane. He's like, what's Dane wearing today? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no. Dane, chill. Look, it looks like it. Yeah, those are your glasses. I'm taking Pretty them cool. off. Okay. So it says, Wait, are uh, you saying entitlement from Lil Nas X? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's like, I didn't get it. I didn't get uh, nominated like, for an I award. entertained black people. So why was I not nominated by the black entertainment? Dude, I can't stand that guy. That guy was, was always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like rubbing his hands is like. Wait, Jack Harlow or Lil Nas X? Jack Harlow. Okay, I I can't stand either of them, but Jack Harlow, I just <laughs> I can't get over how much he looks like a medieval bard. You should, I I earlier this month I introduced Mary to what? bardcore. Um, <laughs> what? I mean, to I knew bardcore? about bardcore, but like I had never heard industry okay, baby. What bardcore. is bardcore? Uh, take a song and just. I wish we could play it right now. We can't. But we can't. Uh, like, t- take any song you've ever heard and then imagine it being played at a medieval pub while you drink pints of uh, mead. Yeah, that well, sounds I'll play cool it. though. It no, is. it's it's it, amazing. It's awesome. okay. So it says, "Thank you, BET Awards, and outstanding zero nominations again." Black Excellence, <laughs> the Old Town Road hitmaker uh, wrote and then deleted. He also added, then deleted. I just feel like black gay people have the, have to fight to be seen in this world, and even when we make it to the top, MFers try to pretend we are invisible. It's he's literally saying that you need to uh, nominate me based on my identity. He's not saying I released this song this year. This song released these did these these numbers this song had this cultural significance why wasn't i nominated he's using his identity as the reason not his work <laughs> i have a problem with that wow okay released his new song late to the party where he takes aim at the show repeatedly raps fbet and then the, and then here's no the cover way up. there it is what is, uh, what a spoiled brat. That's what I'm saying. It just comes off as being very spoiled and full of himself. So it says, they responded to the rapper's lack of nominations this year in a statement <laughs> writing, we love Lil Nas X. The organization added that the BET Voting Academy is comprised of nearly 500 entertainment professionals. No one from the BET serves as a member of the Voting Academy. Uh, Lil Nas X has been, vo- has been nominated for two BET awards in the past and, performance, and performed at the show twice. So it's not like he's never been involved. He's right. just like, I'm, I'm going to throw it to I think it's really about Jack Harlow. Yeah. It's really just that he's envious of Jack Harlow. Uh, and, and that was like a huge thing this year where it's like a bunch of people were like, uh, is he getting like, they, they thought he was getting like astroturfed in they the industry. They were mad about Jack Harlow's Success. industry plant white privilege. Imagine <laughs> being jealous of Jack Harlow. I, dude, right? Like there's imagine. no justification for that. When, when, the, when, the white, <laughs> when the white men can't jump remake comes out, we riot. Dude, I'm joining Antifa at we, that point. We, d- like, we riot. I feel like... And then Woody Harrelson had the the absolute shame to say, it's going to be better than the movie we made. No, it's not. Bro, White Man Can't Jump is a masterpiece. A masterpiece, it's as far really as I'm concerned. So uh, it will not be better. 
And that is not something I was like, I don't like to make a lot of predictions, but I can predict to you now that there is no way that a Jack Harlow-led uh, White Men Can't Jump will ever be better than the glory of Woody Harrelson and American tax hero Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> what a great description. Yeah. Uh, as a, a pair of hustlers playing basketball, you'll know ne- Rosie Perez. Like you're, it's never gonna work. It's, I'm, Who's gonna play Rosie Perez role? I don't know. Probably don't Zendaya. Know. Oh no. <laughs> God, I hate being right. Ooh, they could do. Uh, well, no, because uh, earlier today, I I I wrote a, a long thing on my Instagram about the, how they need to remake the show Dark Angel, which was from Je- Jessica Alba and Michael Weatherly in the year 2000s, James Cameron's only foray into television in history. And I listed all the actresses that they could have had to play uh, Jessica Alba's character of Max in that, which was like Janina Gavincar, uh, Jane Lee Ortiz, or um, Isa, the the girl from Ambulance, Isa Gonzalez. So I think Janina Gavincar or uh, Jane Lee Ortiz could play Rosie Perez's role. In I that feel movie. like you just went out to a na- random name generator and just like said words. Jane Lee Ortiz. Brett knows so much. <laughs> uh, Jane Lee Ortiz did the show um, uh, Rosewood, and she was also in season two and three of uh, Shooter. With Ryan Phillippe, uh, Gina Gavin Carr was from a bunch of like animation and also did like season four of Sleepy Hollow and I forget Jeez. the other. And this the is other, why you're here. You are yeah. just a well of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but those pl- those characters could play uh, Jessica Alba's role in that. I think a couple of those could do the the other <laughs> the role from uh, White Men Can't Jump. But the point is is that Lil Nas X is spoiled. Well, and then shame on Jack Harlow for sucking up to him. Yeah. With like wearing his merch. Yep. So it's it's like he's protesting nothing. He's protesting nothing. Like he's uh, like, protesting not being well liked enough. Yeah. Well, it's like he, if he had named like a song that had come out. You know, out, there's like, something I want to say, and I don't think I'm skip allowed it. to skip say it. Skip it. Perfect. We'll we'll do it in an off air segment someday if we ever get big enough. How we'll say that? it behind the paywall. <laughs> exactly. All right, we're gonna move on to uh, uh, this. Isn't womp womp womp, but it's pretty close. Uh, Oliver Tree beats up fan and. Inv- on nice. stage so just imagine like uh we were doing the show live here and somebody just comes in and we're just like mary just beats up somebody on stage whoa let me see oh this is a lot it's like, it's like a jujitsu hold let me oh whoa probably gonna get copyright struck for that audio not See, the incompetent security guard. No. What is with the fact that literally America is home to the world's worst security guards ever? Like you can literally walk right into Britney Spears's home. Oh, now we're playing the Jody Sweeten. <laughs> no. uh, that was going to be the other womp 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 for today. We're not going to do that. Uh, you can literally. Why are why are all security guards in Hollywood incompetent? Why is that? Oliver Tree is like a terrifying person i, I know what he looked like i love he that he's is like exactly the type though to like just start beating up. on his fans I, I do like the idea of him in court in that outfit though yeah like uh <laughs> he's like i plead not Full guilty suit. and he's got like he's put his hands up and it's like a tree stump it's like a it's like a tree hand like <laughs> that'd be very good uh do we want to do womp 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 sure yeah okay of course speaking of the to. bet music awards jesse smollett is back uh, and people want to know who let him in. So th- they're not fans uh, of him. They're not fans. Uh, fallen Empire star Jesse Smollett has defiantly declared that he is not a piece of S after gaining clarity uh, during his most recent uh, mini prison stint. Did he have another? Uh, d- oh, during his recent yeah. 
uh, mini prison stint. Not got most out, recent. Um, claiming that he was losing his sanity. Beca- and then, but then another article said that he fasted for six days, so maybe not eating for six Hunger and a half strike. days uh, might have been the reason he was lo- losing his sanity. Oh. But it says Smollett, age forty, made his controversial return to the red carpet on Sunday in Los Angeles uh, after being sprung in March, having served only six days of his one hundred and fifty day sentence uh, for five counts of felony disorderly conduct uh, at Cook County Jail in Chicago. Uh, the 2015 BET nominee for Best Actor was ostensibly there to hype his directorial debut, the BET Plus streaming flick, B-Boy Blues, which he announced uh, some other big plans as well. This has always been the plan, to expand my empire, so to speak. Get it? Because he was in a show <laughs> called... Because <laughs> <laughs> he was in a show called Empire. Smollett uh, expounded to the press corps on the scene... Uh, the Daily Mail reported, to, the ex- to expand the level of what I want to do, I got to direct multiple episodes of the show as well as direct my music videos. I directed all of them. He was also in the unsung hit uh, of the 90s in Minnesota, the movie Mighty Ducks, ladies and gentlemen. He was in the, mo- he was in he the was. movie Mighty Ducks as a childhood hockey player. He also directed the hate crime perpetrated against him. I forgot about that. I forgot about oh, that. Th- that thanks might be for reminding me. Uh, and despite his high profile fall from grace, he was convicted <laughs> of paying two men to pretend to be racist, homophobic supporters of former President Donald Trump and attack him with a noose and bleach. Smollett still Such seems a weird to consider- thing to attack someone with, like it, it, on its face. Smollett still <laughs> seems to consider himself something of a role model for young people. Hey, wow. I can appreciate the total lack of like. Shame. You know, I actually didn't know he was forty. If you had asked me, like, how old is Jesse Smollett, I would have guessed like. Not even 30 30 Because of the way He acts so foolish Yeah The greatest The truly The greatest thing About that story Is that the moment Where everything Started to become sus Is that when he said Like he went out For Subway And people was like No Listen Three in the morning No one wants Subway (laughs) Not at three in the morning And not in Chicago (laughs) When it's like Negative 16 degrees out For real he so he wants to be able for to a meatball sub. What can he say? There goes our subway sponsorship. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no. no. So it says uh, after talking about, it, he says many social media watchdogs weren't immediately feeling it with thousands of people turning uh, him into a trending topic on Twitter, expressing everything from general disbelief to outright outrage. <laughs> Someone one. said uh, this gentleman faked a hate crime and blamed white people for it and got a slap on the wrist if you got money regardless of race you have privilege yep money uh it says that's crazy how jesse smollett is out and about showing his face like that situation never happened so he is the womp 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 for today i think he thought that he was going to be welcomed more more freely well that should have been lil nas x's excuse to shit on the bet awards actually that they would welcome him they would welcome Jussie Smollett over him. He, he's also, he's very brazen about thinking, like saying he's innocent despite all the evidence to the contrary. He's like, why would I lie? He's, I think Jussie Smollett is going to write a book called If I Faked a Hate Crime. Here's and how. explain <laughs> in detail how he would have done so. With like the foreword written by O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Like from his book, uh, If I Did It, <clears> This Is How. It would almost like be better if he just came out came clean and was like this is why i did it like this this is you know what influenced me to do something so heinous honestly that would be really interesting yeah like there there would be a path there's an opportunity for like actual honesty yeah that i think people would i mean it might take some time but i think people would really take to to it if he had came out and said look not just a, some like weird spoken word R&B song where he's like, do you really think <laughs> I'm that stupid to yeah. do that? Yes, we think you're that stupid. I, do you, what do you think? Do you, do you think like, okay, if he, if he came out and was like, look, I did it. 
and I'm sorry. Like, and he's like, he, he, he lets some time pass. Right. And he doesn't just come out like a week after he gets out of jail. He's like, look, Hey guys, yeah. uh, I'm sorry. But he waits, a, he waits a year or two. And he's like, look, and he writes, maybe he writes a book to go with it about what led him to commit such an act. I think there's a path for redemption back there. I think people are more forgiving than they should be in a lot of cases. And I think that they're, they're really, like I said, everybody loves a good redemption story. And I think that there would be a path there with honesty. Listen, Everybody loves a good redemption story, and I love Netflix documentaries about psychos. I love them. We were just talking about how, like, documentarians are so enriched by, like, the amount of crazy people. Yeah. Oh, nobody's making more money than documentary filmmakers these days. Mm -hmm. Apparently, just go to TikTok, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, or just like, you or know, every time, or or uh, Travis Scott, and uh, there was a thing today. Like people, are like, why did you, you buy a five million dollar? Making a documentary about Olivia Rodrigo for what? For like having an album. Incredible. Like <laughs> I don't know. Incredible. Listen, there's a there's I, probably a path to redemption for him because that's the kind of country we live in. But there shouldn't be. Like this mm-hmm. guy, they they apprehended someone that fit the descri- the fake description that they that he gave yeah. and he would have let this person rot I in know. jail i know this is not a person that deserves any sympathy from anyone i'm not saying he deserves that's enough for me boss i'm not saying he deserves sympathy now i'm saying that with ever, the proper ever. steps uh, I'm just saying it would be more interesting and less despicable if he were to own up to that yeah. that he did it and then explain really why he did it. Because I wanted more money for my contract and and I'm and I'm a fame whore. That's listen. <laughs> in a Dane Font dictatorship, we I rule with an iron thumb and like no, that it, is my answer. Not an iron fist. Is an iron thumb like a my iron thumb, thumb is so hard, bro. You don't even. Know. It's all I need. That's for uh, pop culture crisis after dark. With your thumbs. It says video game. It's I'm just saying game. I did 100, uh, 200 pushups there. Right. On your thumbs. All my thumbs. Super chats. So, see Hobbit said, "How many years before movie theaters are obsolete? I Hopefully, think, never. Today. I don't think so. You're I paying, so. No, you're paying for the experience of seeing that movie." Of thirty dollar popcorn. Look, when I go to a movie I mean, theater, do it. It's like I know we were talking about ADHD earlier. I'm literally there for it to like keep me there mm-hmm. for by financial means. I'm like, if I leave, I'm wasting a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna stay. The sound is loud. I'm engulfed in what I'm experiencing. And to be in, in unless you've ever never been. The, the experience of seeing a movie in a theater is vastly different than seeing it at home, no matter how big your sound system is in your house. Movie theaters have two purposes. Number one, taking your kids out for the movie. Number two, when you're 15 and you have a girlfriend and like at the, any, the, the only possible place where both parents will leave you alone. I disagree. That's it. I think there is a strong reason to go to a movie. As, I'm also, I also love movies, so that's, that could be. Like, the aver- I don't know how much the yeah. average person cares about the experience. 40x and IMAX tickets do pretty well, so people want that experience. And they to don't recline in your yeah. chair, yeah, and, and eat know. my fries from, from and feel warehouse. like you're seeing it first. Exactly, exactly. Next, um, Waffle Sensei said, "Can we get a compilation of like five different videos of Dane singing Podluck? Make it into an intro song we can play in the segment transition." I don't know, chat. Can we? Can we? Is anyone talented? Can we? And loving enough to do it, I, I will have to. I will effervescent, have to look into maybe. That. Are you effervescent <laughs> enough to do it? Listen, <laughs> well, you, I'm even more clever in Spanish. You couldn't possibly comprehend. <laughs> I believe that. Waffle Sensei also said, "Bardcore sounds like a Knight's Tale." Sounds <laughs> lit. Uh, go and listen to um, um, "Forgot About Dre." 
uh, bardcore or, or any bardcore is, is the industry great. baby bardcore actually is pretty good. good. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right, Dane. Thank you so much, dude, for coming out today. We appreciate it. No problem. Let everyone know where they can <laughs> find you on social media, my friend. I think fun on Twitter. My goal is to say literally every time quicker where it's to the point hey, where I think fun on Twitter. Like yeah. everyone just like passes in a second. Perfect. We'll get there. Just a little bit faster each and every week. Mary, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and WeChat at Closer Kitty. And whenever I post articles on Timcast.com, I promote them there. Got anything new coming? I've got something in the works. We're gonna talk about it? On Celebrities weighing in on Roe v. Wade. We will, uh, <laughs> spicy. She's got a new virus coming from WeChat of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cl- clean, the, clean up the hard drive, my friend. All right, guys, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic for the show. We are here on YouTube Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. We are also on social media. We are on Twitter at pop culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at pop culture crisis, and on Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. We will be back with another episode with Jamie Kilstein tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.